because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 72 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show we talk about all movie and television news from throughout from throughout the week. Today, I am joined by some special guests. First things first, from the Cinemania World team, we have Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hi, hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How you been today? Good? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're starting the show late, everyone. Technical difficulties. I have to use an old mic, but here we are. Um, Wednesdays for the Cinemania World Show. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined once again by special guest, uh, friend of the podcast from Film Speak. We have Griffin Schiller, everybody. Griffin, how are you? Howdy. How's it going? <laughs> um, how you doing? I know I you have. I think I've ever heard someone say howdy. <laughs> well, there you the go. The podcast. Well, um, uh, there's, there's the, uh, there's a first then for everything. First time um, for everything. So I, I am, I am such a mess for today's show that I didn't even send you guys the notes. So, um, there's the notes. I just sent you guys through email. So that's how we're starting today. Everything's, me- everything's messing up. Coronavirus is canceling movies. This is just ridiculous. Um, everybody's standing five feet apart. I feel like I'm the, I'm, um, I'm, uh, what's the girl? Haley Richardson from five feet apart. <laughs> so um, don't touch me. Don't come near me. Don't look at me. Don't, don't breathe in my direction. Just don't do it. I ain't having it today. Um, but other than that, how are you guys doing on this fine Wednesday? Um, well, Ultra Music Festival just canceled, so maybe South yeah, by Southwest is right behind it. <laughs> South by Southwest is canceled. Ace Comic Con is about to be is about to be canceled. I pres- I presume. Um, I I don't. I mean, I I wish these. I um, I don't want these things to be canceled, but I guess you know you gotta be you gotta be safe, you know. So yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how you what, and this is probably not the right podcast to discuss this, but I, I mean, I don't know. Like, how, what do you guys feel about how the coronavirus has been sort of like covered and- in the media? Because I like I, I feel there is like there's a middle ground, right? Like there is something to be concerned about. But for the most part, I do feel like the media has blown it out of proportion. Um. I mean, it's OK. So this is going to sound crazy, but I learned a lot about the media from watching Nightcrawler mm-hmm. and. And I, they, they do this. This is whatever sells. This is what, this is everyone, America. Okay. This is, this is going to be awful. Hot take. America's is like most, the majority of America's are idiots. Okay. So you can, you can fool America with like a lot of these things that will make, that'll make people go crazy as far mm-hmm. as a virus goes. And I, um, I just, I mean, I'm just not surprised. It's what they do. Um, and people, we are get, we all get, very um fear is a very easy thing when it comes to the this u.s nation i mean that's how our last president was uh was um was elected was through fear of of Mm -hmm. like of terrorism and all that type of stuff it's just fear so all you got to say is i'm gonna stop all this and whatnot and that's it that's all you got um Mm -hmm. i just think i just think i just think america as a as an american we're controlled by fear a lot and that's the best way to um kind of that's the best way that the media kind of sees us as just like people um ridiculed with fear and i'm not gonna lie like i i haven't i'm not i'm not trying to go to the movies tomorrow i'm feeling it you know i'm just but Mm -hmm. that's just that's just some human nature you know what i mean so i don't know 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely agree. I, I think it's just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just an interesting sort of thing. Like I understand like precautions need to be made. Right, and, like, there is right. cause for concern, but like, if you look at the cases in the U S the people who have died have been elderly people with underlying medical conditions. So it's <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's, I, I go back and forth between how I sort of like feel about the coverage. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching it when I'm at work and stuff like that. Everybody, like everybody, I'm 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 usually someone who like tries to keep. If I'm like oh, if I'm like afraid of something, I just do mind my business. And I've just been just wash your hands, stay clean. All the dirty people out there who don't who don't who don't clean themselves, that's that's really has to fear. Wash your hands, spray, get some Lysol. Like if I went to Walmart and. I honestly just needed. I honestly ran out of hand sanitizer, so I was like, "Oh, I need to get some hand sanitizer." Nowhere to be, nowhere to be found. Nowhere, it's nothing. It's just, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's unbelievable. It's nothing. So I and, I and I asked the manager, I'm like, "Hey, I, I'm not, I'm not one of those coronavirus crazy people, but I need hand sanitizer. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly, <laughs> a, I'm, I'm a germ, germaphobe at heart. I always use hand sanitizer. Yeah. I'm always washing my hands. I'm always like." wiping down my desk at work and whatnot, even though the people that who I'm relieving are fine. But it's just like, yeah, and he's like, oh, we're, we're out. We've been out since Friday. I said, what? <laughs> how are you mm-hmm. out? Like, how are you just out? He's like, yeah. Um, so that's it. I just don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's a crazy thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I hope I don't get flagged by saying a lot of uh, the majority of Americans are idiots, but like, it's just the truth. It's what happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's it's what well, well, I, well, Hannah, <laughs> you're, you're uh, from Canada, right? Canada. No. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, I thought you were from Canada for whatever reason. Well, there's I, an Ottawa in Illinois. Oh, that's what it was. You're from oh, Ottawa. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's what it, I didn't see where the Ottawa was. So I was going to actually ask you your opinion on, as like an outsider, but I guess fuck that. Never mind. Actually, uh, I was actually going to have um, I was actually going to have Brett from the team. Uh, come on the show too, because because I mean that's an interesting because he actually lives in Canada and whatnot. So I was gonna ask him his thoughts as well. It's okay. just um yeah I don't know man it's it's crazy. Um, I know Massachusetts. I live in Boston, so I know Massachusetts got like two cases so far. None in Boston yet, which I'm surprised. But like two cases in Massachusetts so far, and like ran and like and like East Bumfuck towns, you know. So I'm just um. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it's crazy. I know a lot of events are canceling. I'm a huge wrestling fan, and like people out there, there's fears that WrestleMania might be canceled because it's in Tampa Bay this year. So I just don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Then we have um. Well, we'll get into our news uh really quickly and stuff. So basically, everyone today, um, little little side conversation about coronavirus. There you go. I'm sure you. I'm sure you haven't heard about coronavirus today, but here we go. Uh, today we're gonna be talking about um no time to die and the effects of this virus as far as in the film industry. Um, talking about some some stuff from the Batman. And then we're going to get into this Liz- Lizzie McGuire fiasco from last week. And then we'll go into the fast track news. No TV fast track today. And then we have a couple of mailbag questions. So that should be today, um, today's show. So I'll kick it off today's show uh, with this No Time to Die breaking news that dropped today. Literally, uh, the other day, I was looking up tickets for No Time to Die, getting ready to buy mine in my beautiful IMAX theater. And come, as, um, you know, today it's been announced, um, you know, the 007 account on Twitter and everything announced. They announced it. Um, um, what's the what's the studio that does the movie? Uh, uh, MG, uh, well, it's Eon and MGM. Right, yeah. MGM. Today they announced that um, the film has been delayed until November due to the uh, you know due to this outbreak for the most part. They didn't say that, but you kind of understood that. That means kind of like God, that's the why, that's the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, it's gonna be it's, it's delayed till till November in the UK and the US. So I mean, this is this is this is like I mean, the movie it's not even like it was coming out. I mean, the movie is dangerously close. So for them mm-hmm. to just do this, I I was definitely surprised. I didn't see it coming. But then yeah. thinking of, then thinking about it, I was like, you know, it kind of makes sense. Um, I know Griffin, you're like torn up because you you're dying to see this movie, and so am I. Um, because I've been looking I've been looking forward to this movie for a really long time. That's why I wanted to have you on the show today because I know you're a huge yeah. Bond fan. I know yeah. people people are gonna want to want to hear your thoughts, you know, initially. But um, real quick, yeah, I'm not surprised because I was I was talking to the group chat today as far as all of us, and I was like. You know, I this is not surprising for like the more international based movies, and this movie's like real big in the UK and Italy and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can understand why they want to kind of um push that back until like we kind of get clear of this thing and figure out what's going on. Um, Bond is not a big American American movie, you know. Of course, it has it has its core American audience, but it's more big overseas. Um, that's mm-hmm. why I say that I think that I think if this is gonna happen to Fast and Furious Nine, I think Fast and Furious Nine is another international kind of you know it's big in like europe and like spain and uk and all that type of stuff so i can see this happening to that movie um but before we get into like what other films might suffer from the same um kind of fear about this virus what are your guys thoughts griffin i'll kick off with you what are your thoughts what were your thoughts when you heard all this yeah i mean i was i was pretty upset um obviously because i want to see it but also i just I, i i found it to be kind of a knee jerk reaction um, I think my opinion has kind of uh, softened as the day's gone on and there's just been like more reports and like, oh, California's in a state of emergency now because of the coronavirus death and whatnot. But like, I like I, I don't know. I, it's a, you you got to think about it this way. It takes a long time for a vaccine to hit the market, right? Of course, like, right. It, yeah. it, it takes, I, I don't know, it's like 17 months or something like that. We don't even have a vaccine ready to put into production. So it's right. like pushing it back from April to November, is it really going to do anything? Like, is it, are, are we going to be in a better state in November or is it still going to be an issue? Um, and that's where I kind of go, I have no idea. Um, I, I know a lot of people are speculating that the virus is going to like die, die off in the summer and whatnot and, and, and all this stuff. So like, uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I guess it makes sense to move it to, to November, but like moving it eight months out, man, really, really is such a blow for many reasons, because like you said, we are in the thick of the marketing campaign right now. Uh, right, the movie yeah. is coming out in like, it was supposed to come out in less than a month, uh, li- a little under a month. Um, and like you and there's just like all this momentum all this hype people are excited for this film who aren't normally excited for this film and then you cut it off you pull the rug out from everyone and you have to start that whole thing up again in november um it's i i I don't know if the film is going to suffer as a result of it um what they're going to do i mean daniel craig is supposed to be coming out on snl this weekend so like ah I don't know. I str- I struggle with it. Uh, but the other issue that I think should be mentioned in, in something that might make a little more sense when you take into account like the international market, how important that is to Bond, um, and then also just you know wanting to make as much money back as they can. Um, right. So I, it, when early reports are coming out about this film and what the plot might be about, uh, it was. It wasn't like confirmed, but it was it was heavily hinted at the fact that the villain's plan, Safin's plan, Rami Malek's character, uh, was going to deal with releasing a weaponized virus or using some sort of bio, uh, like chemical warfare or whatnot. And so the timing 
if this film were to have come out and that was the case, the timing definitely would not have been appropriate, uh, especially how given, you know, how irresponsibly the media has covered the coronavirus, in my opinion. So like when you factor that in with the fact that there is this just like global fear uh, of this virus and whatnot, it makes sense. I, I, I'm still torn between whether or not I think it was the right move, but, um, you know, they're the, the other side of this coin, uh, not to kind of go off to, on too much of a tangent, but the other side mm-hmm. of this is that, you know, they pushed it back to November. Maybe the film stands a better chance at making a dent into the awards conversation, right? So, like, maybe mm-hmm. Daniel Craig gives an excellent performance and can be in the conversation for best actor. Uh, maybe, like, the cinematography, the directing, the score, the writing, right. all that stuff. It's like, you know, now we get this film talking in, like, a... a a, a larger conversation when it comes to award season. And I could see that happening. Um, and the other thing is, is like, okay, now they have all this time to really perfect the film and fine tune, maybe some effects, some of the music uh, and all that stuff. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm a little disheartened, but as more reports about their coronavirus keep coming out, I get it, you know? Yeah. I am. Um, I also, yeah. Um, coming off of what you said, I I I, I agree a lot. I mean, a, a lot of this could be in play. It could not just be the uh, you know, everything about the regarding the outbreak. It's probably like maybe maybe we can fit in a few reshoots. Maybe we can tighten up a few things with the movie. I mean, honestly, I hope they come out with another trailer because if I have to sit through that trailer like another another like six months, <laughs> it's not a bad trailer. But but it, it's it's starting yeah. to like you know you, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and, and like they'll definitely put out another trailer. My my. My issue is, is like from the trailers and all the TV spots we've seen, like, I don't want to see that much more of the movie. Like, I'm ready to see this film. And so, like, ah, tickets went on sale like last week and I'm just baffled. I'm baffled. Uh, I, um, yeah, I was getting ready to get my, I'm just, I'm, I was, I was, I I think Alex and I were going to get our tickets like this weekend. Then I saw the news, like, no way. Like, um, I don't, as far as award season, um, has there ever been like a Bond performance to get nominated or anything? Uh, no, but you could, I mean, okay. I think you could, you could have made an argument for a lot of this stuff in Skyfall. So if like right. we're talking about that level, a quality of a film, um, you know, maybe, maybe there is a conversation to be had. Uh, I do feel bad for Billie Eilish though, because it's kind of dampened the, uh, it'll dampen the freshness of that song, you know? Yeah. The song is gonna, I mean, I mean, audiences as far as like music as far as music goes like after like a month or so with the song it's 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 done it's dated it's out of there you know what i mean so i mean i mean i listen to songs from like september and all that stuff still everyone does but um it's not going to be like a big reveal anymore as far as that song goes you know she just released it who knows how hot she'll be come november um you know what i mean so i yeah i I guess we'll see as far as like competition with the movie the movie was going to go up against like the second it was going to go up against um Kong versus um versus what's his face um versus Godzilla, Godzilla. Godzilla. I think yeah. I think I think I think that's that was supposed to come out the week the weekend the weekend after mm-hmm. so I don't know if they're gonna move or if they're gonna stay I think I think honestly if they, I think if Kong and Godzilla is ready I think they should push that up because I do not think that that's a November movie at all I think that should be like at least September mid midsummer you know what i'm saying so i mean i i don't know i don't know if they're gonna but we'll see because this is, I mean, that's, a, that's a that's a really big competition you know um hannah let's get some uh, let's get some of your thoughts what do you what do you think about all of this i mean yeah you guys pretty much covered everything uh it's it's a little like saddening because 
I'm not really a big Bond fan, but this movie looks, like, incredible. So I was getting really excited to see it, and now I'm not going to be able to see it until November, which it's a little sad. Uh, but, like, yeah, I share the same opinion as what you guys both just covered. Uh, and I, it's really, I guess, like, it's sad that we're not going to be able to watch it in, a mo- in, like, a month or less than a month. But also, right. like Griffin said, you know, like, they're going to be able to, like, fine-tune everything and, like, you know, where it'll, they'll have a longer time to make sure that this movie is absolutely perfect. So, and the awards stuff and everything like that. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just sad that we won't be able to watch it in less than a month. Because I'm really excited for a new Kerry Fuki- uh, Fukunaga movie. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I, I'm the same way. I was really getting into the um, I was really getting into the marketing, getting into all the new posters. Total Film, uh, the magazine, literally just, just released, like, two co- two covers for the movie. So, now they're like, well, fuck. You know? So, um, I wonder, what, like, how that... I just, I just, just... I think this is, like... Um... I honestly would have just like released it. I know Hollywood has been losing a yeah. lot of money with this virus, but I feel like this is like cutting it way too. I think the movies that are coming out in like cause this is next month, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think the Beginning movies coming month. coming out in like May or something, or like I don't know. But I mean, because we don't know where we're gonna be at next month as far as like this whole thing as well. Um, and it's just yeah, I don't know. This is it's, it's crazy. I do. Um, I do get that a lot of a lot of a lot of box office they get from Bond is like overseas and like China shut down like seventy thousand theaters, you know. So yeah. it's just crazy. And like I know Italy shut down a lot of theaters, Europe in general. So it's it's insane. Um, we don't even know about movies like like uh, Mulan. I know I'm getting to the second half of this question of this uh, topic, um, as far as like what films are going to be affected. I know Mulan. Disney spokesperson came on and said that they're just gonna they're gonna release it American like American the initial dates, but as far as overseas, they're gonna release it at later dates. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys think Bond would have benefit benefited from that? Like release it in America wide, like in a, in April, and then overseas at a later date. Um, Griffin. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, it's it's really it's really tough to tell. Uh, but um, yeah, man. I I, I don't know. That's a that's a really interesting question. I, right. I I couldn't tell you to be honest. I don't know, Hannah. Do you have any idea? <laughs> <laughs> I think that maybe this movie is gonna lose some money going yeah, into November yeah, yeah. because there's already a lot of big releases in November. I think Eternals yeah. and uh, Eternals, Godzilla are the Godzilla, biggest yep. ones. And you know, w- when it comes to Eternals, it's not like the biggest MCU movie, but also I've seen a lot of hype growing for it online already. And we're not even like, you know, uh, I, th- I still think there's like six months left. Um, so, you know, Eternals is going to be a big player in that, but also, <laughs> I don't know. I think that November is just, I know everyone's saying, oh, it seems more Bond, like, that's a better time for it, but I just, and this thing, whole thing where it's, like, people are already ready to see it next month, and, like, yeah, the general yeah. movie-going audience isn't gonna know. Like, no, they're, not they're gonna know. yeah, So, exactly. people are gonna expect Bond to be out next month, yeah. and then when it's not out, people are gonna be like, well, you know what, forget about it, so. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. just, I'll, I'll, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a problem both ways. Right. I'll, I'll say this. Um, I, you know, whether or not they should release it, whether or not they should do a domestic release in, in uh, April and then like a wide release later down the road. I, I don't know if that's the answer, but um, in April, it is going up against basically nothing. It really kicks off the summer movie season. So I think it would have it would have done really well there. But yeah, also, agreed. 
it, also if you look at November, November is traditionally when Bond films have been released, and so like, and they always do well there, and there's always competition in November, and they always seem to manage to make a lot of money. Uh, it, honestly, if I were those other films, I'd be more scared of Bond moving into that slot than like Bond being scared to move into that slot. Uh, I, um, I think I think it's going to make the same amount of money regardless of whether it came out in April or whether it came out in November, uh, especially with the holiday season, and really you have nothing in December except for West Side Story like this movie's gonna have major legs for sure it's just um, that Marvel movie the Marvel movies are always the ones that I'm like when a movie mo- moves towards it or they're in the same month I'm always like there's well, a chance Thor, that um, it's gonna be a big player because with yeah. Thor like Thor Ragnarok made a ton of money in yeah, November it did. It did like 120 so, I believe opening weekend and then that also that month that same month with Thor was Justice League which did 90 something um, say what you will but you know what I mean but like uh, yeah so coming I have a list here uh, November we have as far as um as far as big oh these are what is this this is february what's going on all right okay so uh, november we have eternals uh movie called deep water red notice on the 13th deep water on the 13th godzilla versus congo on the november 20th and then raya and the last dragon november 25th um okay so when's bond coming out again now the 10th uh, U- us it comes out the 25th and then it comes out like right, the 10th so in the uk here I, I, i'm gonna I be honest yeah I, I really do i i mean yeah. the only you know we look at what godzilla and king of monsters did in may it really has, didn't do that well yeah. and and i think james bond like people are f- looking far more looking forward far more to that film uh you put james bond up against uh, an unknown marvel property i think james bond also wins that competition too uh the only one like maybe that would give it a run for its money is raya just because it's a family movie but like uh, I, I I don't I, know. I I think I like his chances. To so be honest. as far as as far as as far as like um box office goes, um because I'm always analyzing box office. Eternals comes out November sixth, which is um okay. It's the first week of November, and um Bond is coming out. You said once again. Please help me. I know. I know. Um the thirteenth. You said um Griffin. Uh yeah, it's like the tenth. Or the, the it, sorry, it comes out the twenty fifth in the U S, but it has a okay. UK release in like the, so, the like the tenth or something. See, like I didn't know that it was releasing that late November. Yeah, basically, I it would it's be coming like the out thirteenth. Yeah, basically, it's coming out Thanksgiving weekend. You know, I think it's totally fine. Eternals, whether Eternals does really big or not, the third weekend, it's not gonna break the box office. It's just not. That's just com. That's just like if Eternals does do well. Say let let's say Eternals does one ten. Okay, opening weekend. The next weekend, it'll drop about fifty percent because that's what all comic books do. So everyone's like, "Oh, man's a predator, massive drop." It's that's what all they do. Mm-hmm. Um, the thirteenth, it'll come out. It'll come back. To about around uh, fifty to forty to forty million, right? Then the week, then the next weekend, which is the twentieth, which is still no Bond movie. Then it'll be at about like 20, 20, 22, 25, 17, like around that barrier. By the time it gets to the Bond movie, the twenty seventh, it'll be like, well, Bond will be fine. You know, basically, Bond yeah, will be fine. I didn't know that it was released if, that late. November. If it was, um, yeah, if I it just was saw like thirteenth release date, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now, now, if they both was coming out on Thanksgiving weekend, then we have a scenario when we had that that awful December when Bumblebee, Mary Poppins, and Aquaman came out the same day. Then we have a thing where it's like, what's going on here? Who decided this was okay? You know. Yeah. So I I do think Bond is okay, honestly. I think Godzilla vs. Kong should move to December because, I mean, December has Dune, December 18th, but no matter what people say, 
I mean, we'll see about Dune, but I think I think Godzilla versus Kong should move to that December twenty fifth Christmas movie, or like a little bit, maybe early December, because nothing's coming out early December. December has Dune the eighteenth, West Side Story the eighteenth. What's going on here again? The Tomorrow mm. War the eighteenth. All the big movies in um in um de- in uh, December are coming out the eighteenth. So I think uh, Bond should stay where it's at in the twentieth. I mean twenty fifth, which is a really good spot. Eternal stays. At the, at the um, November 6th, and then I think um, Godzilla versus Kong should do like December 11th. That's at least a week after, that's a week, that, that's like a week um, after Bond's second weekend. And I think that'll be fine. That's what mm-hmm. they should do instead of like, instead of going head to head and stuff, and Godzilla versus Kong being so close to Bond. I do think Bond will make more than Godzilla versus Kong because the amount of box office that dipped. From like the Godzilla movie to Kong Skull Island to Kong King of the Monsters is like ridiculous. So I don't think people are are I'm clamoring for this Godzilla versus Kong movie, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think general audiences are like, oh, give me Godzilla versus Kong. So yeah, I think they yeah. should. I think they should push that to December. That's how I. I think Bond should stay where it's at. It'll do fine. Uh, I mean, that's a perfect Christmas. I mean, that's a perfect Thanksgiving movie with a family and whatnot. Let's go see Bond. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. So um yeah, as far as like. As far as like um, the Eternals, I think that's gonna do well, and um, Bond being that time, I just think Godzilla should go to uh, December, and then that'll be like a good kind of and kind of good way to cap off the you know the year or whatnot. Yeah, um, that that's the thing. I was I was actually talking to my friend on this over where it's like uh, over the like my drive back to my place. I was like, you know, we'll have seen Tenet, we'll have seen Top Gun two, we'll have seen right. literally every other like big movie that could possibly contend for a number one spot on the film uh, on our like best films of the year list. And then it's like Bond is the last one. I that that gets me excited because then I feel like I can approach everything with a better like like a, a a more clear vision of how I feel about like the placement of these films on my top ten list. So like Agreed. I do like that aspect of it. Agreed. Um, really quick, last minute. Um, we were adding Jared Buckendall to this conversation. Give me one second while I add him to the call. Um, why not to get an extra voice on all of this, all of what's going on in the world? Uh, Jared, you on? I'm in. Jared, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Uh, you are speaking with myself. Hello. Hello. And, and Hannah, and we have Griffin here as well. Oh, can, can, I don't want to talk now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't either, honestly. <laughs> okay, so we were discussing um, this whole thing as far as like Bond, the coronavirus, the cancellation. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Jared, on the um, the the not the cancellation? I'm sorry, on the pushback the of the cancellation. <laughs> Uh, on the on the pushback of uh bond of um no time to die, I mean obviously the the news story came out and all of us kind of freaked out right away and um I would say yeah I was a little shocked but then again business side it makes sense, um I I was looking up the numbers after I uh, kind of briefly talked to Griffin on Twitter and yeah they make so much money I mean not so much in China but uh, the United Kingdom is a big market for them for bond right um. Yeah, it's just, I guess no one really knows what this coronavirus is, so they're kind of just taking precautions. And again, in November, the I believe the previous uh, Daniel Craig bonds, have they been released in November? Yeah, all uh, all the, uh, but like November is the, the release month for all the Bond films, I believe, aside from License to Kill. Okay. 
Okay, so, I mean, it's almost like, hey, let's just go back to what's normal, what feels right. I understand that they were trying to get in for the, the ground floor of the summer blockbusters, but it feels right to almost go back to um, where it feels right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, too, is that I also I think this is going to be a lot of good publicity for the Bond movie. Um, I know it's not good publicity, but, I mean, we saw this happen with Joker and Joker. I mean, he's like, don't go see it. And then, like, everyone was going to go see it. And I think now this I is a different like, kind of pub- well, publicity, well, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, a way different kind of publicity. With Joker, I think it was more people curious about the movie because of how much, like, uh, controversy was around it. This is more like, oh, it's just pushed back. Like, yeah. what movie has, like, made, like... It, unless you're like talking about like a better slot making more money, but what movie has made more money due to like being pushed back because of like publicity? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think what Hannah's saying is like you know Joker had police in front of the the theaters. This one's gonna have paramedics in front of the theaters. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm more so talking about I think it's the read the reasoning as if, as if like why it was pushed back. Not necessarily, of course, when you push back a movie because of race shoots. I mean, it's like no one cares, you know. But I'm talking about like oh, that's the movie. Like there's gonna be some sort of an audience that's gonna say that's the movie that was that was that was put that was delayed because of the virus and whatnot. Um, I don't think it's gonna be a big audience. I, th- I do think there's gonna be a small portion of the audience that's probably gonna get interested as far as that goes. Um, I because I, we don't we all we also don't know what's November gonna be like. It could be like The Last of Us and then that's <laughs> you know and then you know but we don't know how this is all gonna play out. Um, I do think by November, I mean, I don't know, maybe we'll be like fine and like it'll be like gone for the most part. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Jerry, we're also talking about the release date and as far as like um, what it's going up against. So the movie is going to be released on the 25th, which is basically um, Thanksgiving weekend. And next to that, the only movies that's next to it is The Eternals on the 6th, which is like has a good three week window before Bond comes out. But then the weekend before Bond, uh, it will be Godzilla versus Kong. Do you think uh, uh, Bond will have an effect on the box office as far as from Godzilla and whatnot? No, I don't think so. And again, I looked this up because I was curious. I was like, why would they do that? Because I know that Thanksgiving weekend, Thanksgiving Wednesday, actually, is a huge. That's kind of when the big animated uh, musical, like something like that comes out. And then also an action kind of blockbuster. So, you know, it's coming out that time. I don't think that Eternals is going to have. I mean, again, we haven't seen the trailer. We haven't seen anything for that. So I don't know if it will potentially have the legs to make much of an impact on that. And Kong versus, or is it Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus? Yeah, it's, it's Godzilla versus. Okay, okay. Um, I mean that that's going going to capture a certain crowd, but I don't see much of a crossover there. Yeah. Um, and then I looked at the couple weeks following that, and I think that it has about two or three weeks until Dune comes out. Yeah, the 18th. Dune comes out on the 18th. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon is that is that November 25th animated movie that's coming out. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be kind of what it's going to go up against. I don't remember the year. I think it was the year before last year where like Creed 2 came out with something. And like it did, it did pretty well. That's its opening weekend. Um, I I think the same thing is gonna happen here. Like I see Bond, I see Bond doing like around as far as box office goes. I see Bond doing like around like 60, 70. Um, and then Ray and the Last Dragon doing like 30, 25, You know, with the kids and whatnot. Um, we'll see though, because we haven't have a, we haven't had a trailer for that one as well. Um, for any of these movies, so we'll see how as far as like audiences are excited, what the tracking numbers are gonna be like, and whatnot. 
Um, all right, so let's move on to our next bit of news here, which is um, more news from today, and that is Matt Reeves finally revealing the first look at the Batmobile from the Batman from next year. I like it. Looks cool. Um, I, I I am a fan of like the tank kind of look of like the Batmobile as far as like ha- it having gadgets and whatnot, but I kind of see this as I kind of. Matt Reeves did say that this Batman is going to be two in its like in its two years of being Batman. So I think this is a perfect two year starter car, and then eventually down the line he gets the freaking Dark Knight tank. You know what I'm saying? Like when he's like a veteran and whatnot. Uh, I think as a startup Batmobile, this is great. I like the look. I think it's, I think it's so different from what we've got in the past. Um, it looks very clean and slick and simple, and I like it a lot. Um, Han, I'll start with you. What do you think about the uh, first look of the Batmobile? Yeah, I, I'm starting to think maybe I'm just not, like, the most, like, well-versed person on Batman. Because, like, everything that I seem to like, everyone's like, oh, my God, it looks terrible. Really? Um, <laughs> everything that I've seen on Twitter is people bashing it. And I'm like, I think it looks super cool. Um, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe you need to read the Batman comics to, like, get it, what Batman is. But, like, I've seen all the movies, and I think this looks like a Batman movie, and it looks like it, like, fits in with Batman. And that's all it really needs to do for me. It looks cool. It's probably going to look cool when it's, like, you know, going down the street in the movie and we have some, like, cool, like, you know, shots and stuff like that. And um, some, rain, yeah, and some like, rain and dark and colors. Yes, I think it's going to oh look awesome. God. Like, the... The lighting in the uh, the lighting in the pictures yes. is so cool. I'm yeah. and like yeah. you can see Batman just like right beside it in one of the pictures. Oh, it looks so cool. Very excited. Thank you, Matt Reeves. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I don't I don't know who's bashing it or what. I was like, ah, it's too modern. I think it looks fine. Um, Griffin, what about well, you? What are we supposed to do? Have the have Batman stay in the '60s forever? Like, are we just yeah. never supposed to like bring him into like modern like society? Like, ugh. I hate people. I, I have no yeah. clue. Yeah, go ahead, Griffin. What do you think? I love it, man. It's uh, it looks really, really good. Um, it I I guess uh, Battinson likes muscle cars, so I'm all for that. If it's not, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's a Mustang, a Challenger, a Charger, whatever the fuck, like uh, you know, Camaro. But uh, I dig it, and especially if like it's taking place in the 80s like i definitely get like night rider vibes from oh, it yeah. oh <laughs> so yeah this is 80s yeah well i don't know if it's like 80s or 90s i thought it was a, a period piece though yeah night rider um, yeah that show yeah, yeah but i definitely I didn't know about that I, well, I remember like when they were originally talking about it, like they said Matt Reeves is going to make like a Batman movie set in like the 80s or early 90s or something like that. I don't know if that's actually the case, but um, I just remember it was like supposed to take place in the past. Uh, and but uh, r- regardless, I I love the whole like yeah the whole like Knight Rider sort of approach to it and whatnot. Um, and it I I think it suits his Batman. Like it's this yeah, is a guy. I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Like he's he's very like homemade. Like they're definitely going with that like zero year kind of like gothic punk aesthetic, which like it's like grungy too, which I, I I really dig. Which if it's taking place in like the early nineties and eighties, like I think that that's perfectly in line with all of that. So um, yeah, I I don't know. People are gonna hate for sure, but like I'm I'm digging it. I'm all for it. So another thing we were hearing about from the movie was that Matt Reeve is hammering on that he want. He this movie is is uh the Batman in this movie is gonna focus upon his detective side, right? And like the detective aspect of Batman. And I'm thinking like, okay, that makes sense. You can't if as far as like Night Patrol 
and like doing investigations at night. You can't be in some tank without like trying to spy on like drug addicts or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah. oh shit, that's the Batmobile. I mean, the, the car looks very low key enough to like if you see it riding around, of course you're gonna like it's gonna turn some heads, but it's not gonna be like, oh fuck, let's run. It's the fucking Batmobile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. he can spy on others and be that detective Batman that we that um he's been clamoring he's been clamoring to do as far as live action. Uh, Jerry, what do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm glad we're all on the same page with this. Like, this was awesome. I mean, it's Twitter, it's the internet. Everyone's gonna hate on something that's not that's new, essentially. But uh, I I love Griff how you said that it was kind of it might be in the '80s, in the '90s, and then you mentioning Knight Rider. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just picturing him rolling up to like a dance club. You know, maybe there's people in the back wearing these like you know those uh those suits or whatever suit jackets from the 80s and him just busting them up <laughs> yeah um, right <laughs> yeah dude i'm 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 very excited for this and and it feels like this car again like you're not saying that it's it's this ridiculous mobile or this giant tank this feels like a realistic car and i want this grounded exactly. feel almost exactly. this like mystery you know him obviously there's going to be batman in the film, but I want to focus on that detective and I want to see him just, you know, cruising around in this souped up car. Also, like it's you guys mentioned what year two or he's a couple years into this. Yeah. Um, I can just picture him, you know, tinkering with the car, like him in a garage in one of the scenes and then he's working on it and then some badass song kicks in and he just zooms onto the road and there's someone doing cocaine or something. I don't know. I'm yeah. excited for this. <laughs> dude, this is going to be metal, man. It's gonna yeah, be metal dude, I am. Fun. I am excited. <laughs> he's like talking to him. She's talking to like repair, man. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Bruce, like, no, Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. <laughs> nah, he needs, he needs a he needs a greased up repair, man. I don't even know <laughs> Alfred. He it's like a greased up Lucius Fox or something. I don't know. Um, I'm excited. It looks dope. Everybody's gonna hate it. Everyone is just like um, it's it's baffling people that don't like change um, because they think this Batman is gonna be like some Disney Channel version of Batman. And I guarantee, I okay. So there's been set. There's there were some rumors about set photos that people were saying that like. A lot of the set photos, there's like bloodied up people, and I'm like, yeah, I want this Batman. I don't want no cookie cutter, Justice League, like quipping Batman. I want some. I want Batman to just brutalize these men, and I want them to feel it. And this, and and this, this, this is a perfect car for him to just brutalize some men. And I can't wait. And I'm excited. Sounds so filthy, but I'm on board. You got you get you get you get what I'm you get what I'm getting at. you get you get what I'm saying you know what I'm saying so I'm pumped um all right I so hope let's... that there's like a modification or something to it like towards the end of the movie though because right now it kind of just looks like a normal car like a cool car I kind of want it to like have like a more kind of like iconic thing where it's like oh yeah that's Robert Pattinson's Batmobile mm-hmm. you know what I mean I get that I get that because it does look very once you once you first look at it you're like oh my god Batmobile but then I'm like looking at it now and I'm like I mean. I can I can Could, be driving around that. Would you? Would it's you guys... cool. But like... Yeah. Go ahead, oh. Jack. I, I was gonna say, you know how like the back again, it's very kind of shrouded in darkness and lighting and angles right now. But I'm curious if if that back part actually opens and the engine pops up, or would that kind of come off as cheesy to you guys? I think that's come. I, I for me at least, that I feel very Fast and Furious and one okay. last time, okay. and then like the fucking shit starts moving and contorting all over the place. I'd be like, nah, I don't need that Transformer not, style. Yeah, that's not you, Bruce. Make that bad boy. You know, give it to. <laughs> I feel like okay. 
I think this is his model, and then he's gonna give it to Lucius, and then Lucius is gonna fucking hook that shit up. That's what I think is gonna happen. He's gonna make this one, you know, from like a car that he bought for like five million dollars or something, and then he just fixed it up and whatnot to make it look cool at night, and then he's gonna give it to Lucius Fox. Lucius is the gadget kind of maker and all that type of stuff, making all the cool suits and whatnot. So I think that's what's gonna happen. Hopefully, I mean that's kind of. Man, what I I really hope it's in the eighties. Like I'm so excited now. Yeah, right. Like I I do too, man. So do I. So do I. I mean, because we haven't. I mean, we we've seen movies set like you know when they came out, like you know, like in the the Batman movies that came out in the eighties and nineties. But as far as like a more modern one that's like set back then, that'd be kind of cool to see what they they can come up with, um, and whatnot. So we'll see. All right. So let's get into um, let's get into our last key topic, and that is Lizzie McGuire. So last week it was reported. Um, by like Variety, THR, that the show was halted due to the creator leaving the show. And then we realized that the creator left the show or was inspired from the show because um, uh, Hillary Duff and the creator, Terry Minsky, they wanted a more adult version of Lizzie McGuire. And Disney wants the more kitty version that everyone remembers, which is idiotic because no one is like what they were in when they were 13 or 14 or whatever. I don't care what you say, Jared. You want to say, you know, say, <laughs> Damn it, you knew I was going to say something. <laughs> um, so then uh, we had a we have a quote um, from Hillary Duff herself. She actually, she wants the show to be moved to Hulu for, for more creative, like for more creative advances for them to do what they want to do, make the character, uh, you know, with the times, which makes sense. I don't understand why this is like, this is crazy to Disney, but um, so her quote from um, Hillary Duff, she said last week was incredibly, was incredibly excited to launch Lizzie on Disney Plus, and my and my passion remains. However, I feel a huge responsibility to honor the fans' relationship with Lizzie, who, like me, grew up seeing themselves in her. I'd be doing a disservice to everyone by limiting the realities of a 30-year-old's journey to live under the ceiling of a PG rating. It's important to me that just as her experiences as a preteen slash teenager navigating life were authentic, her next chapters are equally as real and relatable. It would be a dream if Disney would let us move the show to Hulu if they were interested and I could bring this beloved character to life again. So all of this was after the whole thing about last week, which is our, which, which was our main topic of last week's show, with the Love Simon show being moved to Hulu because it being too inappropriate or not did not family friendly is what the quote said. Uh, and that's kind of what she wants is like if they're concerned about family friendly stuff, they move us to Hulu so we can just be more creative and have her be an adult. Like, and I don't think this there's there's people online who are like, well, yeah, we shouldn't watch like Lizzie have sex. I'm like, that's I don't think that's what she means. And no <laughs> one's talking about Hillary Duff coming out nude and whatnot on Disney Plus, and like there's sex and there's drugs. I just think as an adult, and you can do a, a you can do a show where it's PG or like PG thirteen even where she's an adult because it's it's not relate it's not realistic for her to be in her thirties to be like to be like all oh, happy and giddy and like in like talking about boys and stuff like that like she was in the in the TV show so I don't know what's going on Disney Plus has not been popping off to me like like it like it was when it first came off the last couple of weeks have been kind of eh on Disney Plus so I don't know I'm gonna get you guys a start. Um, and I'll kick it off with you about this whole Liz McGuire fiasco. I mean, 
I'm not surprised. I mean, there's the there's been nothing but kind of like drama surrounding Disney Plus ever since it came out. And with this, you know, just have won't love Simon. And with this, I don't know why there would be hesitation to move it to Hulu. Uh, to Hulu. That's like the only question in my mind, I guess, is that because with Love Simon, they like seemed like a snap of a thing of their fingers, and then right. it was moved to Hulu. No pro- No question about it. But with this, it seems like there's hesitation from Disney to move it to Hulu. So I don't know what the disconnect there is. Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, because it's we'll a Disney property, I, you know, like Disney, like it's on, it was on Disney Channel. Maybe they want that, they yeah. want to keep that aesthetic to it. It's dumb, I know, it's, it's ridiculous, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to get inside of their heads. Maybe that's why, you know. It, it just seems, I don't know, odd that uh, Hillary, D- there has to be something going on that we don't know about, and I, I'd want, I want to know why, like what, I, I just want to know more about the show because that's like my pause with it is that like. Why, what is the big, like, deal that is going on right now that's making Disney go, or Hillary Duff go, or, you know, anything like that? I don't know. It, it's she's confusing. Because like we don't know much. Maybe she's, like, a recovering alcoholic or something. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jared, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, again, I, it was weird where I think when Disney Plus was first kind of announced, there was, you know, this big blessing, and she was excited and getting the cast back together. But... It's weird because anyone that kind of watches Disney Plus or the 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 demographic for Disney Plus didn't grow up with this show, didn't grow up with this character, so it does kind of feel like it it almost warrants this more I wouldn't say adult type thing, but she's probably you know a young adult mid mid adult like dealing with you know maybe workplace harassment, uh, you know stuff like that, um, anxiety, depression, dating. There there's certain topics that they probably wanted to touch on but didn't want to gear it towards Disney Plus. And I feel like Hulu is probably the better platform for it. Right. But again, there's maybe something behind the scenes, some sort of, you know, people butting heads that we as just casual, you know, the public doesn't know. I mean, it's also my thing too, which is why a lot of these revival shows on Disney Channel and Nickelodeon do not work is because they go... I'm watching, okay, Raven's home or house. I'm watching grown-ass Raven, like, just, like, be a jokester. It's just not realistic. And I get it's for the kids and whatnot, but it's just, it's not realistic. That's why no one watches it, because, first of all, the kids who are on Disney Channel have no clue who Raven is. So the adults are gonna, who are going to watch it, they're going to be turned off, and they're going to be like, dude, what, what is this? You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing when they try to bring that whole boy, that whole girl meets world, and all these, like, revival and all that is back on Nickelodeon. I'm like, what is going on here? And it's like, I agree with her. I I think if they were going with the same formula as far as like, let's make it like a sitcom and funny and she's she's winning and she's happy. And I'm like, no, I think realistically, it has to relate to audiences who grew up with this character. And we're we're all in our mid-20s early 30s uh, you know what i'm saying it's not it's not if, it, if it's like the way they do it on disney channel where they just make it like the like how it was with like with like worse writing you know that it's just not going to resonate with nobody and no one's going to watch it everyone's going to watch the first episode it's the same thing with fuller house like awful you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. just it's just that's just not realistic no one wants to watch that it's not relatable and and then what made what made lizzie mcguire such a great show was that she was relatable to a wide presence of the audience um griffin what are your what are your thoughts 
Yeah, um, I mean, it's just like, what is Disney Plus at this point? Like, I mean, it can. Why can't it have stuff for like people of all ages? Like, obviously, you can have stuff for kids. Obviously, you can have stuff for families. But like, why can't you have stuff for like older people? Because like the kids and they when they watch these shows, you know, like they they grow up too. So it's like at a certain point in time, maybe you want to like create content for them later down the road. Like not everything has to be sanitized in my opinion. Like you can have an adult section of Disney plus. I think that would be wise of them, but I guess that's what Hulu is. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like who, who cares about Lizzie McGuire other than the people that grew up with it and the people who grew up with it are like her age or younger and are experiencing the stuff that they wanted to tackle in that show. So like, why would you try and sanitize that when like you're completely missing your core audience? Like if they're focusing on Lizzie McGuire as a 30 year old, like why would they even try to attract a younger demographic? <laughs> it like, makes that, no that, sense. That, it makes absolutely no sense <laughs> to so, have a like, bleak I, outlook on life. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's just very, it's stupid to me. And it's just another reason why Disney plus just is, has not been working for me at all. Uh, really other than the fact that like, I can watch Pixar movies whenever I want to, or I, I can watch like Star Wars movies whenever I want to. Like it just, uh, yeah. I mean like that's, I don't know. Um, I actually canceled my Disney plus last week. I was frustrated and I was annoyed. I have all the Marvel. I have all the movies that's on there on Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Same. Um, you know what I'm saying? And like, as yeah. far as like, I'm, I'm going to get it back. I'm going to be a shill when those Marvel shows come out, you know? It but... makes me scared for the Marvel TV shows. This yeah, makes me scared for the Marvel TV shows because if, if they won't even let like Hillary Duff like age up Lizzie McGuire and like mature her a little bit, I don't even want to know what they're gonna do with the like Falcon Winter Soldier series because that needs to be what Winter Soldier was and feel yes. very like mature. So it's like if this comes out and it's just them like you know whipping back and forth to each other and being like, ha, we're funny. Um, I'm gonna be like, why? What was the purpose? What was the reason? I like yeah. under Disney rules, like if that like if I'm if I'm I'm watching because I was a huge Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire fan. I know um th- those I know like Disney Channel those times like when I was younger, the like the Disney Channel shows were like even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, Kim Possible, those were the goat shows um for that period. Then we got into the Zack and Cody's and whatnot. But as far as for Lizzie McGuire, if the sh- new show opened up and she's like hi i'm lazy i just be like no what the fuck is this like this is not this is not cool and it's that's why these revival i would think because of these revival shows that just do not work when when they come back i would think that they would learn from that now saying as far as family friendly the mandalorian is a little gritty you know so i guess we have something i, mean, I guess the marvel shows can be like that kind of but as far as this show, I don't know what they were going for. As far as Disney, I don't know what their idea is. I I I don't know what kind of things they kind maybe maybe the things that Hillary Duff and Terry Minsky wanted to do were too outlandish. Like let's make her a drug addict or something, which is like well, it's a little 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 too overboard. But I just think I just think it's not a bad thing to hint hint on adult themes in a show. And your entire audience that's buying Disney Plus, they're not ten and under. I just I just I'm baffled. I don't I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I kind of forgot that mandalorian existed uh so now that i'm rethinking <laughs> that what i just complained about with marvel but like once again with the, just going back to the hillary duff like whole situation thing it's like things aren't adding up then like if they're like okay to like you know show mandalorian doing these like crazy like action scenes and stuff like that and there's some like nasty stuff in it then why what did they come up with that is so outlandish for disney to be like no <laughs> 
I'm telling you, she's gonna be a drug addict. That's what it was. I mean, yeah, it could be that. It could be her dabbling with, you know, dating a woman or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, right. Because they had moved the the Love Simon stuff over. Yeah, to, they canceled that or whatever, which I think is also stupid. So, I just loved all the memes that came out of that of all the inappropriate stuff that's on Disney Plus as of right now, such as such as the Simpsons, <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanos, Thanos's head getting chopped off. Captain America throwing somebody into a into a like into like a um a helicopter's um propellers. Spoilers. Uh, which, sorry. We'll see is... a saw film on Disney Plus before we see homosexuality <laughs> on Disney Plus. Honestly, yeah. yeah, it's true. That's why I was so frustrated last together. I was like, all right, I know it's six bucks, but I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? I was so annoyed. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is ridiculous. That's why I'm just I'm very like lukewarm on Disney Plus right now. I need I need to see what else these shows do. But as far as like as far as like what they're aiming for, kids are not paying, are not opening up, opening up their wallets. Like, yeah, man, give me that fucking like new show. You know what I'm saying? It's the adults. Of course, they're paying for their kids who want to watch these shows, like the the kiddie ones that are on Disney Plus, because there's, there's a there's a majority of them. But there's also a lot of shows that are that are a lot of shows and movies that adults are getting into for Disney Plus. That's why the app freaking crashed like day one. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just feel like there needs to be like a a person in there that knows who their audience is. Um, yeah. All right, that being said, let's get into the Fast Track news really quick. Uh, there's no TV Fast Track this week, not much TV stuff to talk about. The main TV stuff to talk about was the Hillary Duff stuff with Lizzie McGuire. So the Fast Track news, if you're new to the show, um, thank you for listening. The Fast Track news is where we speed through a bunch of other topics that did not, that did not, did not make the key topics. So I will start here. Um, first thing first, the Candyman trailer released last week. Uh, Antonio Banderas has been cast in the Uncharted uh, movie alongside Tom Holland. The Suicide Squad has wrapped filming. Lee now inks a new deal with Blumhouse after the Invisible Man's success. Palpatine is revealed to be a clone. It doesn't matter. The movie's done. It's gone. It's here. Chance the Rapper is in talks uh, for the Sesame Street movie. And Disney confirms that the upcoming releases such as Mulan will keep their American release date and will release later overseas. So um, I'll start off with Griffin. Anything from the Fast Check news that you want to speak about? Uh, I mean, uh, the Candyman trailer was great. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit, but I, I absolutely love it. Very much looking forward to that film. Uh, every time I hear something new about the rise of St- Skywalker, I just hate that movie even more. And I already think that movie is a steaming hot pile of shit. Oh. Uh, so fuck that movie. Yes, um, <laughs> let me feel your hate. <laughs> I just like when when you have the the, the novelization of the movie like <laughs> tell a completely different story than the movie. I just uh, it's it is so dumb. And then there are like some I don't mean to go off on a tangent on this because I really don't want to talk about it. But like there are some people out there who are like, oh yeah, I thought it was like heavily implied that Palpatine was a clone. I'm like. No, it was heavily implied that they revived him, not that he Dark was a magic. clone. Like, this is just so fucking stupid. How do but... you get, like, uh, implied clone when Palpatine had, like, five minutes of screen time? Like, I, I have what? no clue. I'm baffled. <laughs> I, um... I, 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 I don't like, know. What did they do to, to like, develop his character enough for you to be like, yeah, there was, like, heavily uh, insinuation that he was a clone. Like, what? Yeah. See, <laughs> if... if... If in those tubes there was more of him and not Snoke, then that's implied. But right. there was more Snoke tubes than him. 
And somebody yeah. was like, somebody was like, um, who did like a subtweet, and he was like, oh, these all all of these upcoming news can like confirm that the movie was trash. And I'm like, you know. I did coming out of the movie the first time. I thought it was fine. And then I watched it again. I was like, "What is this?" And I watched it again. I said, "All right, I gotta start watching this movie." Um, because I'm like, it gets it honestly oh, it's got so it's bad. got it honestly got worse as I watched it, you know. And then, fuck that whole thing that came out that in the novel in the novelization that said, "Oh, the kiss between Kylo Ren and Rey was gratitude." Yeah. What? No, that makes no sense. Let me uh, let me go to Dunkin' tomorrow. I'll be like, oh, thanks, thanks for this, thanks for this fucking donut. Can I get a kiss? Are you kidding me? What's going on here? This is dumb. Um, movie sucks, and this this whole thing is really stupid. Um, yeah. I don't care about Palpatine. I'm 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 all set. I'm all. It's just dumb. Yeah, no, it's it's just stupid. Uh, the, the really the one piece of news that I I think is really cool and exciting is uh the Lee Winnell. Um, obviously the guy really, I mean he's delivered to. I, I mean he's been working with Blumhouse like for years, and so it's really no surprise that he finally inked a new deal with them after the success of the invisible man. And so, um, I mean, the guy just continues to do interesting things, uh, with either original properties or new properties or, or I'm sorry, original properties or, um, previously existing properties. Um, and I think, uh, between upgrade and the invisible man, he just shows that he's someone to keep an eye out for. I was talking to, uh, to someone about this earlier today. It feels like, like James Wan has gone kind of the James Cameron route. He even has some of that same like signature camp that, that yeah. Cameron is known for. And if he, I feel like Lee Winnell is kind of going the David Fincher route where yeah. he's like more interested in like psychological stuff. He's interested in thrillers, um, doing like, uh, yeah, just like interesting, like content like that. And so I, I want to see more of that. I want to see more from him. He's someone to really keep an eye out for. So I'm, I'm super excited about that bit. Yeah. Same here. Um, all right, uh, Jared, what about you? Anything for the past check news? Um, I mean, Candyman, that was awesome. Uh, I remember Thank watching you. the, I remember watching the original, and again, I'm not even a horror fan, so that's kind of surprising coming for me. Um, Uncharted, who cares? Maybe oh. it'll come out in 2030. <laughs> um, Suicide Squad, cool, you're done filming. Um, yeah, the Lee Winnell one, I, I, Griff, I like that kind of comparison that you said that he's kind of going towards the, you know, that like, uh, what would you say, like, kind of like thriller route and whatnot? Like, yeah, two... kind of like a David Fincher, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two films, I mean, I upgrade really adored that film, uh, Invisible Man really enjoyed that. I'm curious, kind of, I mean, this spoiler, we got a question about that later, I won't get into that, but uh, I'm curious what he's gonna do next, mm-hmm. right, um, right, right, right? But then this Disney one with Mulan, obviously, smart decision to essentially postpone it over in China specifically, mm-hmm. but I guess I'm just curious that. Is there going to somehow potentially be like torrents of this online somehow and people start downloading it and watching it online? Again, that's a very small market of people, but how much of an effect on box office could that potentially take if it's having this staggered release across the world? That's a good that's a good point. I think I I think I I, I as far as box office goes, I don't know because like um a lot of people as far as like fear goes, as a lot of people don't don't let like the media kind of control their fear and they kind of just go out and do 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 what they want to do with and it's then there's people that kind of like stay inside they go yeah. to work and then they stay inside and don't want to do anything well, so that's a good that's a good question I, I will say from a personal standpoint i have some cousins that got like contracts to work over there they came back here when it first 
uh, became a thing, and now they cancel their con. Like they they're done. They're not going back over there to work. So mm-hmm. I guess over there it's a hell of a lot more serious. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's bad. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's just gonna be a really crazy couple of months, you know. Um, Hannah, what about you? Anything from Fast Track? Uh, yeah, the Candyman trailer. Don't do it. Don't do it. it. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not as hot on it as everyone else. It just feels like, like, I don't like the way that it was edited. I feel like it's poorly edited and it's just another trailer that's like, hey, we're going to trick you when the movie comes out because this is not at all uh, reminiscent of what the actual movie is, which is fine. I guess you got to get butts in seats. Um, I love Yaya. So I'll, I'll be there to watch it. And Jordan Peele wrote it and, you know, I'll be there. Uh, Antonio Banderas and Uncharted. Cool. I don't know. Uh, Uncharted, <laughs> yeah. like, Uncharted is such, like, a big question mark for me right now because, like, I like Tom Holland. Tom Holland has, like, praised the script so much for it, but also, like, he's the lead of the movie, so he kind of has to. Um, but yeah, uh, Antonio Banderas is a great actor, so cool. I don't know. Uh, the Suicide Squad is wrapped filming. Very excited. The only thing about that is that it, it, um, it wrapped filming very, like, I don't know. It's still, like, a year and a half away. So I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why it's like it filmed so early. Uh, and maybe it'll get moved up. Who knows? Uh, James Gunn has said that it's not very visual effects heavy. So that's what I, I was. That's what I was like when I heard yeah. that it was done filming. I was like, "Fuck, it's gonna it's be like taking disgusting. the Bond spot." I was like, it's going to be like go. gross CGI all over the place. But he said it's not focused on CGI a lot. So I don't know. I, if, I don't like, know what they would need to do for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either. So I don't know if this is because he had to get ready. He has to go ready to get ready to go do Guardians 3 or what this means. But um, yeah, I mean, if you if they want to push I that mean, back. Guardians 3 doesn't even have a release date yet. So I don't know why we're like, you know. Exactly. I don't know why we're speed throwing it. I mean, if they, listen, if they if they come out out of nowhere and they're like, hey, we're releasing this. From like January or like December, fine. I mean, good. Oh, maybe they'll move it up to February. Seems Some. like a good spot for it. Yeah, February of next year. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers was like, "We're gonna do it in February. No more. No more." <laughs> Why? Know. What happened? <laughs> Are you being serious? I hope you're not. I'm kidding. I you're not. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, um. That's it. Lee Winnell, Uh. No. Sorry. I'll. Okay. okay. Wait, what were you going to say? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I didn't want to, like, okay. Never mind, you confused me. All right, Lee Winnell. Yeah, it's really exciting. I love Lee Winnell. I love the Invisible Man. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does next. Uh, Palpatine revealed to be a clone is so fucking dumb. I'm so tired of hearing about this movie. It literally... I'm just... I just wish that it never came out. I really do, because Uh with the Star Wars things for, like, ever since The Last Jedi... I've just I've been tired of hearing about it. Like I'll go see the movies, and then I wish I would never have to hear about it again or talk about it again. Like that's how it is. Uh, I'm just cursed, a literal a literal curse. Uh, Chancellor Rapper, okay. Disney confirms the uh, Mulan thing, okay. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went through everything. Um, I right, usually well, try to. Um. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Um. Okay. So no, no TV fast track. And then cool, real quick, we have no bad questions that was sent through me from our Facebook messengers. So uh, we have Chris from New Hampshire who asked, "How bad do you think the coronavirus will affect the box office for upcoming releases?" We kind of touched upon that a little bit throughout our conversation. Um. I do think movies like Onward and A Quiet Place is fine. I do think when does Fast and Furious come out? I don't know. If they don't move that movie, I think that's July. gonna affect it a little bit. Oh, July. Oh, it's fine. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think for right now, movies are fine. 
I do think overseas, I mean, they've already lost like $3 billion. So obviously overseas are taking a huge hit. But I think as far as domestic, I think I think it's I think I think we're okay for right now, you know. Um what do you guys think about this about the snowback question? Any any thoughts or anything on the board? I think so. only like the big action movies are probably gonna be like that's coming out later in the year. Are probably going to be the only ones that are going to suffer a bit because China and over and overseas are like a big part of their box office. But yeah. stuff like let's say if like Invisible Man released like you know a few months from now, uh, I I don't think that it would have been like a huge right uh, box office thing. So it's really only like the Marvel movies and stuff like that that's probably yeah. going to get hit. Like in you know Fast and Furious. Right, it's like, um, yeah, then the ending movie's gonna be like, yeah, and I know how we feel and all that type of stuff. But like, um, yeah, I, I think I think we'll be, I think I think I think we're fine as far as domestic goes. Obviously, overseas is probably a different story, um, especially in China and like parts of Europe. So I mean, we'll see. Um, all right, so Tracy from Wisconsin asked, which Universal monster do you want to see Lee Whannell take next? For me, I would love to see him do a modern Frankenstein. Um, last week I said Dracula. I want to see a Dracula, a nice, cool Dracula. Dracula Untold, man. Nah, nah, nah. nah. We ain't about that life. Nah. And I Frankenstein. We already got him. Oof, oof. Nah, nah, nah. There nah, we nah. go. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. We ain't about that life. I'm talking about a good one. God damn it. A good one. Like, I want to see a good Dracula, not a bad one. So that's for me. Uh, what do we you guys We have Morbius think? coming out. I know. We have <laughs> oh, Morbius. <please> oh, <laughs> I said <damn>. good. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, I know Hannah last week said um, The Hunchback. Um, yeah. you still you still with that life, Hunchback? Yeah, I think Hunchback would be a cool one to see uh, remade, and especially when I because I feel like he just like breathes new life and like even like uh, with upgrades so like that. That's like a like we always call it, like you know the better Venom movie of that year. It's not really anything all that original, but like there's just this life that he brings to his movies. And with Insidious three, I know a lot of people don't like the Insidious movies, but I really like the uh, the Insidious movies. And Insidious yeah, three is might be my favorite one out of all of them. I really love that movie. So yeah, I I think it'd be really cool to see him do Hunchback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jared and Griffin, you guys I, have any? I I think uh, is this actually a Universal monster, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde? Yes. Yeah, I I think for almost uh, a kind of a you know switch, you know, someone like almost like the the Mister um, uh, Doctor. Oh my God, I can't even talk. The normal guy is like <laughs> almost like a detective, and he's trying to track down this murder, and then finds out it's himself. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the way they the way they did it in um. The way they did it in The Mummy was awful. But, I, uh, yeah, I think, like, a movie where we dive into that, and then, I mean, the only thing about that is that the big reveal, everyone knows what it's going to be. Yeah. But yeah. I still, I mean, I still would be down. You know, why not? You know? So, yeah, we'll see. And they can have, like, a detective that's with him that's fighting this this creature or whatever. I think he did. I think I think he would do good with something like that. Because, listen, when I, once again, when I heard about this Invisible Man movie, I said, good lord, good fucking luckily went out. But he pulled it off, and it was great. So... Uh yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Griffin, did you give an answer already? You gave an answer, right? Um no no no. Uh, I was gonna. Uh, um, it, to me, it's just like what in what what interesting things can he do with the characters? And I think like there's interesting things that he could do with uh, Wolfman. Um, but my mm. I, truthfully, I I'd love to see like a an updated version of like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, I think there's yeah. like there's there's so much potential in that. I mean, that's truthfully my favorite. Uh, classic Universal monster movie, um, and I feel like 
if you did it in a modern sort of context, it could make for something interesting. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that would be that would be my pick. All righty. Um, all right, guys, with that being said, that is all we have for today's show. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening and whatnot and um, staying on for this long. Usually, it's shows pretty much longer, but we didn't have we didn't have that much to discuss besides the big Bond stuff and all the other stuff and the key topics. But, yeah, so with that being said, thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next week for episode 73. I'll go around the call, get everyone social media. Jared, I'll start off with you. Let everyone know where they can find you, what's coming up on your uh, channel this week. Um, everyone can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, at Jared Buckendall, but my YouTube channel is JBuck Studios. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to work on a couple new things for this week but then kind of prepping because next week i'll be at south by southwest um so i'm trying to bank some videos um Mm -hmm. so yeah otherwise it'll just kind of be videos potentially coming out of there unless there's embargoes i'm gonna be honest i have no idea what to expect i have no idea what what goes on i'm just along for the ride Yes, hope you have a good time. Uh, so far, so so far so good as far as south by and cancellation and stuff so yeah they keep sending emails so we'll see yeah, hopefully you guys. Hopefully yeah, you guys have a good time. Uh, Griffin, yeah. uh, let everyone know where they can find you. What's coming up on your channel this week? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Twitter at Griff Schiller, and you can also head on over to the Film Speak channel. Uh, I should have a review up for The Way Back at some point within the next like 24 hours or so. I've already seen the movie, so scoop. Uh, just uh, waiting, waiting to put that up there. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. I, I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll be at South by Southwest mm-hmm. next week, maybe if I don't decide to cancel. Also, LA <laughs> is in LA is in a state of emergency, so I might not be traveling. Oh, really? So who knows? Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. yeah. They declared I, it. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about canceling E3 and a bunch of other stuff too. E3. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling um, you, I, I I really do think this thing's getting canceled, man. Like it just. Well, old shit, man. That's yeah. not what I want to hear. Yeah. I actually somebody did. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 feeling the same thing. Uh, next week is like next week. A bunch of the guys is coming are coming down for Ace Comic Con. I'm like, guys, I ain't going. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm hanging out. With y'all. <laughs> I'll hang out with y'all after five feet apart as usual. But I mean, like, I I don't I think these things are gonna get canceled. I just think yeah. they're just gonna. I think people are gonna start canceling like their tickets and whatnot. And then eventually, studios are just gonna be like, not studios, but like the events are just gonna be like, okay, all right, we're we're done here, you know. Well, so, yeah. actually, so I just googled South by Southwest, and it looks like Apple pulls out. Um, yeah, Apple pulled Boys. out. Yeah, Amazon, yeah. Uh, Google, a few Yikes. other people. Oh out. yeah, it's, like, this yeah. is RIP rip, rip South by Southwest 2020. Yeah um, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm nervous for y'all. I mean, y'all have. I mean, I I I don't know. I mean, good luck. I just, I don't know. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in my house five feet apart, you know? Yeah, perfect. Um, all right, so Hannah, um, let everyone know where they can find you. And why don't you introduce your new upcoming podcast to everyone? Oh, yeah. Okay. So me and my friend Joseph are starting a podcast. Uh, it's called Call Me By Your Empire. We are very lazy, and we're like, we're just going to combine our two favorite movies' names. It worked out. So, um, yeah, uh, follow us at uh, Call Call Empire Pod. Yeah. Uh, I'll link it. Twitter, I'll link it. Don't then, worry. Okay. And then my Twitter is Movies and Cats. 
Ah, all right, fantastic. Um, all right, guys. Uh, as far as as far as our uh, schedule, uh, look out for reviews for Onward. Um, sorry, I wasn't able to see Onward like early like everybody else, but I'm here tomorrow. Um, so look out for look out for reviews for Onward this weekend. The way back, I definitely want to see that this weekend as well. Um, and we our interview with the director of Big Time Adolescence will be on Friday afternoon, so you can stay tuned for that. As far as as well as a review for that movie is for this weekend. And then uh, what else do I have? Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, all right, guys. Um, thank you guys for joining us. I'll talk to we will talk to you guys later. That was that was me. That was Griffin. That was Jared. And that was Hannah. Talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.